But on the Carl page, he's such a fucking jackass. It just bothers me, you know? What a loser. What up, everybody? It's the after show, but later. The only unofficial Cavino and Rich after show. What's up, El Kukui? Chilla, man. How you doing? Hey, I, I got to tell you something real quick. My, my daughter, my sister, my daughter was pissed um, this morning because I was like, um, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I got to go to my office. I go so I can record. And she goes, I want you to record here. And I go, why? She goes, because I want to talk to El Kukui. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. you spoiled her last week when you were kind of bullshitting. I don't, I don't think we were really, um, we had probably stopped recording when you said hi to her and stuff. You were talking to her, yeah. but she, she was like, all right, cool. This is how it's going to be every time you record now. So, oh shit! So she's a little disappointed. So, oh, that's but funny. anyway, man, what, what's going on from the week? I know there was a shit ton that I had that I know you had that fucking man. There was just a lot that went on this week. Covino and Rich had a special announcement that if you haven't heard it, we'll get to that too. So, what's going on, man? Yeah, they had a great week. Um, I, I mean, should we just let the fucking elephant out the room? Let, let's congratulations to those two, right? Congratulations. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll let you make their announcement. Reiterate their announcement. Well, if you guys didn't hear, Cavino and Rich are now going to have a, a special on Fox Sports uh, Sunday at 5 o'clock. Congratulations, fellas. Doug, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited that we get more Cavino and Rich, Doug, because like right now it's just like it's cool, man, the Monday through Friday. But for like an, as a selfish person, I'm just wishing we could have them seven days a week, you know? Yeah, I had a little go back on uh, – on, I commented on uh, the page on Instagram, and someone's like, you know, you can get the fuck. I said, well, it gives me a reason to, to call SiriusXM and say, uh, you know, I'm subscribing because of Camino Rich. They're like, well, you know you can get it for free, right? You don't have to subscribe to listen to this show. And I'm like, well, yeah, bro, but, you know, I kind of like to rub in Sirius's face that the only reason they're getting my money is because of the two legends, Cavino and Rich. I think it's cool if you want to go back, like El Kukui said, tell them the reason why you're back, you know, mm-hmm. and let them know, hey, Covino and Rich are on fucking Fox Sports now. So that's the only reason why I'm here. And if Fox Sports goes away, well, you know what? I'm going to go away as well. You know how many times I've actually told them that? Like every time uh, they want to, you know, I don't know if they did this to you, but I'm sure they did. You get a killer ass deal for six months. And then when that fucking renewal bill shows up, boy, they want to like triple it. You go from like mm-hmm. $49.99 to like $203. And so I'd always have to call and say, hey, you know, what's up? And try to, you know, negotiate a deal kind of like you do with your cable company or yeah. direct TV or whatnot. And every single time I would tell them, you know, there's one reason I'm here, right? I'm like, because everything else I can get other places, but you guys got one show I listen to that's exclusive to this company, and that's why I'm here. I probably told them that like seven, eight times. They try to hit me with the, oh, well, you know, they're still going to be on the music side of it, and I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm here for their talk show. Absolutely, and what's crazy is, um, you know, the Fox, the Fox Sports, because I already like, I've been off of ESPN for a minute. I think even, you know, the last times I was even watching, I mean, I watch highlights on Sports Center, obviously. Um, and, you know, programming that they got. But ESPN, like in the radio, once Colin Cowherd bounced, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like Nick Wright. I like Colin Cowherd. I listen to the Skip and Shannon show. Like, those, that's my shit. I like uh, the odd couple with Chris Broussard and um, Rob Parker in the, in the afternoon. Like, that's my jams. I don't listen to ESPN radio any damn house. So, for me, boom, it's like a Vino Rich and something I already listened to. That's dope. Yeah, no, that's super fucking awesome, man. And and honestly, um, I know like I saw Ian, um, Captain Carl, Ian Kennedy, on the Carl page when um, Sean Wyman had put, does 
anybody want to guess what the announcement is or some shit, you know? Yeah. And Ian was one of the people that goes, I hope they get a sports um, a sports talk radio show or some shit. He was like, so they can leave it out of the show or some bullshit like that. And I was just like, like, I don't mind. I mean, I know they go a little heavy on their baseball talk, but I dig, like, especially right now with the football season starting, like, I fucking dig the sports talk here and here and there. You know what I'm saying? So being that they're going to have a show dedicated to it, I'm fucking excited, especially with the new football season starting, the new 17 weeks that they're going to have opposed to the 16. All around, Doug, I'm just fucking – I'm so excited not only for them and the opportunity that they're getting, but for us as listeners, man, we're, we're going to be able to let people we know – be like, hey, you know what? Maybe you don't have fucking um, Patreon or whatever, but like, I have some friends that are major sports fans that aren't on Patreon and shit. So I could tell them, hey, check out Covino and Rich now. They're fucking streaming. Um, right. What is it like all on the West Coast or some shit, right? So fucking. Yeah. Most of my friends are here on the West Coast, aside from a few people on the East. You know. No, for sure, and 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 like you said, that's a great way to to get people that uh, we've been telling them about Covino and Rich, you know, friends and family for a while but they were too stubborn to subscribe to something. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. like you said, you just turn on the Fox radio and you're good to go. Or Fox yeah, Sports. for sure. Um, you know what? I'm going to hold on. Give me a second. I need to grab a water, Doug. I have a water right here. And we're back. And we're back. Uh, well, <laughs> you told me before we started. You're like, oh, I didn't know it was Conan O'Brien Day. <laughs> suit jacket on. I said I would have tried to get my Jimmy Kimmel on. Uh, but um, yeah, man, where, where do you want to start as far as um, well, where do you want to go from their announcement? What about keep? Well, let's just not shift gears yet. And and uh, they're Derek Jeter. That you know, Rich Rich said basically that he's never seen grown men sweat another man. The way that people sweat Derek Jeter. Did you hear that? I did hear that. And what's your, what's your thoughts? I I don't think Doug that um, Derek Jeter is unique to that because Doug I sweat fucking to this day I sweat. There's a gang of grown dudes that I sweat that's a little embarrassing like fucking um, Kobe Doug I not embarrassing right. the the individuals but I'm saying the amount of people that I like I just fucking I dig Doug because I think like like fucking Kobe there's like. I just think of like all the shit that he accomplished dog in his short 40 years of life. And I'm just like, fuck man, I'll swing from his nuts till the day I die. You know, fucking right. Covino and rich. I fucking swing from their nuts, you know? And you know, I've met them a handful of times and always been cool dudes. I love what they do from a professional standpoint. Um, personally, they're fucking great dudes. And just like, I don't know. I just think that, yeah, people do swing from Jarek D Derek. I called him Jerry. Fuck, dog. I can't say his name. Uh, <laughs> I'm Mexican. Derek Jeter. So people swing from Derek Jeter's nuts like crazy. But at the same time, I think that he's not unique. And, you know, one of the things that I want to bring up, too, is that Rich is so fucking, like, in his little wheelhouse of shit that he only thinks exists, right? Like, his top 40 mindset. You know, me and one of my homies, Luis, that, you know, I've had on the show a couple of times and you've got to meet and stuff. Um, he was like, we were one time we were talking about like fucking um, Rosalia 
and fucking um, like uh, Carol G and fucking Maluma and all these people, right? Fucking the um, bad bunnies of the world and shit, right? And Doug, if you ask Rich, like, hey, fucking um, something about Bad Bunny being like famous or whatever, he'll be like, yeah, he's kind of famous. But, dog, you go to his YouTube and he's got like billions of views, right? Right. So I'm like, dog, he worldwide, he is fucking ridiculously famous. But because he's not in that little fucking in, in Rich's wheelhouse, Rich will kind of write him off. So what I'm saying is, like, I think that there's plenty of people, like, Bad Bunny might even be one of them. Not for me. You know, I dig some of the shit he does. I don't swing from his nuts. But I think Bad Bunny might be one. That's one that if I told Rich right now, or probably even Covino, or Spot for sure. But I think if I told any of them, they might be like, no, you know, he's not all, like, that big and this and this. But I'm just like, I know they know he's big, but I think that they're not, Rich especially, not doesn't he, I don't think he gives it as much weight or as much merit as it really deserves. And that's why I think he thinks that like Derek Jeter is the one that people swing from his nuts. But I think there's a shit ton of people. I agree. And 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 I'll start with two that, you know, I don't even think Rich Davis can argue. Derek Jeter is the first ballot Hall of Famer and he's a Hall of Famer and a legend. And and Rich is saying people sweat it from his nuts. Well fuck, how about the goats? You know how many yeah. people swing from Tom Brady's nuts? He got a model wife. He's fucking the Super Bowl every year, whether he wins it or not. I mean, he actually wins, unlike LeBron. Um, and you know what I'm saying? He's just he's, – he's Tom Brady. He always says the right shit. How about Michael Jordan? How many dudes swung from MJ's nuts? And mm -hmm. you said Kobe. I know plenty of people that swing from Kobe's nuts, and that was before the accident. Now, after, everybody swings from Kobe's nuts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I, I, just, I think – I think he's full like shit. And, dog, even think about it. Like, even think about, like, the fucking Conor McGregor's of the world, right? Right. There's people that are fucking, you know, Conor McGregor dick riders that they fucking... Um, Fuck, there's oh, Logan Paul and Jake Paul dick riders. Exactly. Exactly. So, for Rich to say that Derek Jeter is, like, the one... Like, Doug, I think you gave another great example but in Tom Brady. You know, that's an easy fucking comparison. That's another one where we're fucking easily, no matter what Tom Brady does... And and he deserves a lot of the credit, but I don't understand how fucking um, Rich can't doesn't like he just thinks Derek Jeter, you well, know. And, so and, Tom and, and I'll give Jeter the credit that he played in New York, so I know he has a big spotlight. But if you look at even Brady, right? He's been doing this shit and been so great for so long. He might not play in New York, but what? Who who was featured in the first game of the season with mm -hmm. all the hype? against none other than Ameri than the world's team. Let's just face it. The Dallas Cowboys are worth more than any other franchise in the world. So you have the world's team and who? Tom Brady on the first. That's to get yeah. the NFL season cracking. That's how much he might not be in New York, but the NFL puts him on a stage bigger than anybody else in fucking in the league. It just is what it you is. You know what? Um, I actually wanted to talk a little bit. Um, we don't have to go crazy, but if you're not into football, then you might want to fast forward the next like three minutes. But um, when it comes to that opening game, did you happen to catch it? Um, I saw the highlights and I listened to part of it on the radio. I watched like a 23 minute video um, highlight video because mm -hmm. I was actually I was out of town and I was busy that night that it happened. Um, but I watched like a 23 minute video of the fucking highlights. And Doug, I thought. That was I, – I think a lot of people are already bagging on the fucking Cowboys as far as, like, um, I saw somebody posted a meme that was, like, let's get ready to crumble 
and it had like the cowboys and shit. And dog, you gotta <laughs> fucking give them a shit ton of credit for that fucking game because it could have easily gone the other way. Absolutely, easily, dog. What was it? The last like seven seconds that they made yeah. that fucking field goal. Well, so, and, not, and not only that, the goal, you know, they beat you with on the last second field goal. Like, I don't care if you're playing any team. I don't care if it's an upset. But if you're playing the GOAT, you got to feel good about that because, I mean, you were in it until that field goal. Exactly. And see, like you said, it could have been anybody. It could have been it could have been the fucking, you know, Cowboys versus whoever. And, you know, a win like that last second win. You know, that competitive of a game is, like, something to be proud of, right? right? But going against, like you said, the fucking GOAT, they had, dog, fucking, just just fucking Tom Brady and Gronk and fucking Antonio Brown. Like, fuck, dog. They just, like, you just see them, like, and you're just like, fuck, they just, these motherfuckers can't lose, you know? It's and like then, playing a super team. It's almost like playing the Warriors when they had Kevin Durant. It, it was, you know? It, it, and being that the Cowboys were able to fucking hold their own. I don't know how anybody could fucking talk shit, you know, and people still were because people like to talk shit. And in those highlights, bro, Brady, Brady was just throwing lasers. He was just cutting them. He was slicing them like, like a fresh loaf of bread, bro. He, he had just, his, his passes were just precision money. Uh, dude. There was a few of them that fuck man. Like, you know, you, you see it so many times, like as far as quarterbacks, like throwing shit, um, I don't know, like crazy passes, right? But fucking, there was a couple that Brady threw, dog. I don't know what the fuck this dude is like on, but some of those were fucking rockets. Yeah. They were like fucking and not my bullets. Two five, two five rockets either. No, they were. I, you know what though? When I did see some of those passes, I was saying holy mother nuggets. And holy it mother was, meatballs, bro. Dog, it was fucking crazy because some of them were like, it was even. There was even some passes that I seen where he fucking threw it. And it was like, it was like going, and I feel like right before it fucking got into the hands of the receiver, or like or Gronk or whoever it was, it was like it was going, and then it was like, there was like a, like at the end I felt like it had an extra jolt of fucking speed, and then it would like cut through a couple of the Cowboys right into whoever's hands, you know, yeah, and it was just fucking, like they're they're fucking too light, bro. He let the air out of them again. <laughs> that's what happens. Oh. Shit. That's what happens. Oh, that's where Deflate Gate 2021 is starting right here, Al Kukui. Hey, and you know what's crazy too is like back to the Jeter thing. He's a perfect example because you, you see me. I got my Las Vegas Raider gear. I'm ready, baby. I'm just I'm a day early and shit, but you know what? I'm ready. So with that being said, not really. By the time this shit airs, it'll be fucking game day. Yeah, you know. So, but with the with that being said, I used to fucking hate Tom Brady. Because mm -hmm. the, the tuck rule came against my team's expense. We, I can't, I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl that year, but we had a pretty damn good team. And if it wasn't for that bullshit-ass play, we would have won the AFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I hated him for a long time. But after about the fifth Super Bowl, it's almost <laughs> like, well, it's almost like if you don't like Kobe or you didn't like MJ, I fucking can't stand LeBron but I love to watch him play because you're witnessing greatness. And so at some point, even with Tom Brady, I was like, okay, fuck it, Tom, you win. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I that agree. First, that I first agree. one was bunk. And you guys, I feel like, you know, that, you know, that provided the momentum for them to get that first title. But I can't act like it provided momentum for the next six. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he just it is what it is. So how do you hate the dude? I'm not a hater. I, I, I grew up. I, I raced. I spray a sucker repellent on me every day before I leave the house. And 
I'm not a hater. So the dude's got a beautiful model wife. He's a handsome man. Damn near the world loves him. And he's probably the best. Well, he is the best quarterback of all times. I you know, it's funny. It, it's funny. El Kakui's hotline. <laughs> you wanted to get into slang from your hometown. Yes, I did. So uh, I, I was want to pull saw, up. Well, I saw some shit uh, on the news when I was, was on a K-R-O-N fucking, I believe, San Francisco. And they said Bay Area popular words, right? And uh, the list went hella, ye, slaps, trina, finna, the city, the town, juiced, out of pocket, and gigging. And gigging. There's, see, some of those hella I use on a daily basis. Me too. Uh, you know, fucking, like, I'll even be texting my mom and I'll be like, hey, I'm going to go to the pad and I'm hella hungry. Like, what you got to eat over there, you know, <laughs> or yeah. some shit. Um, but hella for sure. Um, gigging, I don't even know what that means, though. You got to fill me in on that one. What's gigging? Oh, that's when you see me, when you see the music play and I'm all fucked up and I'm just like, you're just you're gigging. You're just you're feeling yourself. You got a vibe, and you know you're at a party, you're at a rave, you're you're at an outdoor concert. You're just you're feeling yourself. You're you're just your buzz is right. The the scene is right. The people you're with is right. You're gigging. You're just uh, you're just fucking doing it. You know what I mean? You're just it's a I don't know. It's an energy. Is it like like when you're fucking in a band and you have a gig? You're up there and you're feeling yourself. You know you're playing. Yeah, you're slapping the bass. You know, you know what that that might have been that might have been where where it came from because Mac Dre Mac Dre made that that famous and that's what he would do he'd be at the party and he'd just be gigging he'd be like, uh just doing his little and he'd be like doing the fucking fishing pole and shit and just like silly shit but because of his vibe you know he was having fun and you're gigging. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I thought gigging. I was way off. I was thinking it was like giggling, like fucking laughing, right? Yeah, so I thought it was like if you're gigging and like you're really fucking like you're kind of like enamored by something or, you know, like you're fucking like really like fuck you. You're just really enjoying something. I kind of like. But um, but yeah, I guess it's kind of along the same lines, but not really. But yeah. there was what were some of the city? What the fuck is that about? Tell me about the that. city is San Francisco. The town is Oakland. Mm. Okay. So no one, no one really, you know, at least they say like the East O or something. But uh, like most people that live there, like you know, the tourists will call it Oakland or San Francisco. But you know, like I work in East Oakland, and that's what they call they call it the town. I mean, that's just what it is. Or they call Oakland's also known as the city of dope. You know, what's funny is that one of the words you brought up was finna, right? Yeah. And it's so funny because all of my friends uh, that are brothers, right? They've been using that shit since we were kids, right? So they're right. saying like. You know, um, finna get out this bitch, right? right. Or, you know, um, finna eat this food or whatever the fuck, right? And yeah. I'm just like, that's one that I've always wanted to incorporate into my fucking um, vocabulary. But for hey. you guys, does everybody use that shit? Or is it just primarily the brothers over there, too? Most of the brothers. I don't, I don't say finna or um, what was that other one? Um, trina. I don't really say that. I do say out of pocket, though. I say it's, trina like a fucking buttload. Like, I'll, I'll even say that shit, like, through text and shit. Um, like, I'm trying to get out this motherfucker or, you know, trying to fucking this, trying to that. And that's one that I have been using for fucking ever. So, it's, I don't know, Doug, if it's just kind of like, 
the kind of neighborhoods that we're from and shit that or like the cities where where it's kind of like because because a lot of that shit doug being that you're so far away in fresno i'm in yuma for those that don't know that it's crazy that we're fucking we're like 10 hours listen, away by car but we listen to the same underground music though i mean when we start having our little shows and shit with brother lynch and all that i think that's uh because they're really in similar you know like you got to look at it like the bay area artists that everyone listens to the underground they're either in what we're in or maybe a little bit worse but the culture is still the same you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's like it's it's words they're saying it but it ain't shit that we ain't already hearing in the community anyways you walk yeah. in a liquor store in like san francisco you're gonna hear everyone calling each other cousin you know what i'm saying yeah. it just is what it is and you know that even the arabian people be calling each other cousin and it's just because it's the culture so you don't just have to hear it on the music but I think that if you live in the area, you've already heard it before they say it. But even when I was growing up and I was a youngster, man, I would always try to steal cool ass words that the rappers were using. It's funny that you say cousin and shit, because like a lot of my like more hood friends and shit, like I'm thinking about like, uh, like, you know, my homie Johnny, his fucking one of his little cousins. Um, I say little, but now he's probably like mid 20s. But um he you know i've been really close with the entire family for for decades now right right and it's funny because like like his little cousin nico he'll be like what up cuz you know like he'll he'll call me cuz or he'll be like um even shit like on facebook i'll comment on shit and he'll be like like thanks primo and this and this you know like and so i think that shit kind of does it is kind of like the culture of where you're at kind of like the just like the not even like where you're at, but like where you're all at, like kind of in a mental state and like a, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like for, where you're for at. Sure. Well, and think about it like this. Does your local TV station post that of all the slang words that are used in your community? <laughs> no, that's a Bay sure. area. Only the Bay area NBC or whatever Quran is. It's a main one. It's NBC, CBS. It's one of them, bro. Only in the Bay are the square ass fucking, you know, news anchorman going to post that like they have them out there singing Mac Dre songs. And here's how crazy it is. And what makes the Bay Area a little different too? listen to this. Mac Dre's got this song called gigging. So they're getting this from the from the community. Baby, can you gig? What it do? Uh, uh, uh. This ain't no love, pal. I wrote man's song. It's a dance song for you to get your dance on. It's hard to see my tan song. When I gig, when I'm digging, it look like I'm digging. I do the kids, you bird like a nurse. I'm a tennis bee, rapping every line, every word. I dust myself off like I stole third. I'm digging, digging with no shirt. So I can pass him to get the chips and don't sip off her mask in the way. I'm pressing my mask in the red. Can you do the thing? Can you really? Oh, you, you want to hear some shit, Doug? What's that? Check this shit out. Do you remember I told you about the MC Hammer shit? Um, when you made the fucking Camp Piss This, right? Yeah, yeah. So that one, um, fucking YouTube like uh, muted that shit or whatever, and it was funny because you were like, man, you were like fucking. They don't want to. Um, they they take care of that kind of shit. You're like, but where's my royalties for fucking Young Savage and shit, right? Because we played yeah. fucking, we played a couple of minutes of Young Savage, right? This it said your video won't be affected, but Young Savage Flatline Records is gonna right. receive the um, royalties from this shit. So I was like, oh shit! So let's go viral. So it did fucking um, 
it did pick up on it. So I know you were like, oh, man, they don't want to fucking hook up the little guy and shit, right? But um, they they did find it. So, so yeah, I'm man. I've seen took, that message you sent, so that's good. Hopefully I get some little bit of change out of it. It took a couple of weeks for, for them to catch it, but they caught it. So that's what's up, you know? Hell yeah. Well, I was doing a little research into fucking Rich's $9 flip-flops, and the Kukui uncovered that if you just take your punk ass to Ross, DDs, or TJ Maxx, you can get some Adidas, Filas, Filas or Pumas for $9.99. Rich, don't be a bobo for nine bucks and, and wear the Walmart slides. Take your ass to fucking Ross Dress for Less or fucking Double D's or a TJ Maxx and get you some Pumas or Fila's or something, bro. What do you think? Doug, I think um, it just it's funny because an episode we had, one of the first few episodes we actually ever did of this show, we talked about Ross um, Dress for Less, right? Yeah. And it was funny because Sebastian Maniscalco, Doug, like fucking... More than 10 years ago, we saw this bit that he did where he brought up um, Ross and shit. And it was so fucking funny because he was he said that it looks like downtown Baghdad in that place or some shit. He was like, somebody do. He was like, it looks like people are like they look at pants or something and they're like, oh, this isn't my size. And they just fucking throw it across the fucking store, you know, and it's fucking funny because there are some places like that. Um, some of the Rosses or Marshalls or Burlington Coat Factories or none of yes. all that shit, you know. I left those so, two out. Those those are great places as well. Yeah, and 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 you know what, Doug? Fucking um, and he should I take fa- that out of Cavino's book, bro. Baller on a budget, like, I fuck rich. You got to be a baller on a budget, bro. You don't have to look bummy because you don't want to spend the money. You can still look fly. Go to the clearance you know, rack. Go hit Didi's. Fucking like you said, Burlington Marshalls. They got some cool shit. You know, it's funny, dog, is that I have some, like, dope-ass polos that I'll wear to work. They're not, like, dope-ass polos, but they're just, like, as far as, like, they're, like, Perry Ellis or they're fucking, you know, like, just whatever. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Cole. Well, it, get this shit, dog. Fucking, I was at Burlington, right? Mm-hmm. And I found a fucking, since I work for a college and I work for a transfer department and we're in Arizona, I found an ASU polo for $6, right? Right. And I was like, this shit's kind of ugly. I was like, but fucking $6, who gives a fuck? I'll buy it, right? Right. So I bought it. Doug, I, that is probably like the one polo that I've gotten the most compliments on in the last year. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, that shit's dope. Oh, hey, where'd you get that? Hey, this and this. And I was just like, this ugly ass thing that was $6? Fucking, I'll take it, you know? So just like to, on your fucking point, you know, you just fucking... Rather than going to Walmart and getting some fucking Mikeys or whatever the what, fuck, what the fuck? you got some fucking the shacks and shit. What you know? You know what scares me about that too, bro? Tell me what? this. He's a fucking. He's one fucking smidgen above Crocs pulling that shit. I'm just saying, bro. Doug, I wouldn't even say he's above Crocs. I think they're. I think they're level. I think they're they're fucking ground level. They're both playing in the same field and shit. Right. Crocs and those shits, Doug. Like, and and some could argue, you know. Let us know down in the fucking comments if you're watching this shit on YouTube or Facebook. But do you think Crocs are fucking are doper than fucking Walmart shoes, or do you think Walmart shoes are doper than Crocs? For me, I mean, I'm gonna say they're level. If I had to, if I wanted to play devil's advocate, I would say probably Crocs would be a little more right, a I little more Crocs stylish. Are, Crocs are more accepted in society. Like yeah, that's motherfuckers what I mean. rock the Crocs, and and I'm still fighting the war. Although fuck, it looks like I'm the only me and you're the only ones fighting it. But but uh, nah, I mean according to society, 
the fucking Crocs. You'd be better off to wear the Crocs. I just hope he never does it because it'll break my heart. Oh, man. And I got to say a shame on you to fucking Crystal Bray. What we happened? love her. We love Crystal Bray. Oh, she sent those? We love her fucking, we love her husband. We love the girls, you know, her kids. We're fucking great family. But what are you doing sending Cavino some Crocs? And I know they were slides. I know they're not really Crocs. They're Crocs brand. But you can't fight the war on Crocs if you don't get rid of the whole fucking company. You know what hey, I'm saying? They always say it's the ones closest to you, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I, exactly right. You know, your fucking kid goes missing. You find out it was your uncle that took him. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always like like they always look at the fucking husband first, right, when a fucking wife goes missing, right? Yeah. Uh, Shout out but, Funky Monkey, but uh, please, we need you on our team, Funky Monkey. Let's help fight this war. Doug, it fucking bothers me, like like Sebastian Maniscalco and shit, where he's like, it bothers me. Doug, when people just say shit and then, like, people take it as, like, fact and shit. Um, like, during the show this week, I don't know what they were talking about, but fucking Rocket Dog, if you don't know Rocket Dog, he's Matt in fucking Minnesota. Um... He commented on some shit and he said, Sierra used to be a man, right? The the singer, the chick singer, Sierra, right? And hey. I was like... Did Rocket Dog used to be a rocket? <laughs> and a dog or what? Well, see, Doug, he was like... He said she used to rocket be a man. Rocket Dog, and, the dog or Rocket Dog? <laughs> well, Doug, she fucking... Okay, so she... Her story is she was um, born... I'm pretty sure she was born a hermaphrodite, right? So... Um, don't fucking quote me on that, but I know something along those lines, right? But it was like at birth, they made the decision and fucking, you know, took care of her shit or whatever. Bro, well, I can't even make that decision for my dog. I mean, I've been trying to go back and forth. Do I want to cut his nuts? Cause he's a little, a little hyper. How, how do you make that decision on a baby and cut the nuts? Oh, dog fucking, um, ah. I, w I was writing a little rap about fucking dogs having nuts and it's called, um, back then kind of like. Or back when, I'm not really sure what I had, but it was just me kind of bullshitting. Okay. And the lyrics were like, back when dogs had balls, took white shits and humped your leg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and the white shits is a shout out to Covino and Rich because they were the first people I heard talk about whatever happened to dogs taking white shits, you know? Mm -hmm. And do you remember that shit, dog? Like in the 90s, your dog would take a shit and like fucking if you left it there for more than like an hour, it would just turn white. It, yeah, dude. It looked yeah, like frosted flakes and shit, dog. It, it looked it, like yeah, shredded wheat with fucking um with fucking um frosted shredded wheat. Oh, yeah, that's no or a fucking or it would fucking look like an almond roca. I don't know what the fucking almond roca is. And the little candies with the fucking nuts on the outside and the little pink can. Uh, Look like old dog turtle slash cat litter. The yeah, but it, it's just, shit. it bothers me. It just bothers me when people say shit like that because then, like, people in the chat were like, oh, she used to be a man. Doug, to me, that sounds like fucking Caitlyn Jenner and shit, right? Right. It it's, sounds it's like different. She, You're right. It sounds like she was like a man for like fucking 15 years. And then when she was a teenager, chopped her nuts off and she's like, hey, you know, yeah, she, you know, like fucking. Now, man. To me, yeah, Governor of California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's it's so stupid, but, but yeah, no, it just bothers me when people say shit like that. And like, there's other podcasts that I listen to and there's a chick, um, named cat, some Asian chick. She used to be on there and she's not on there anymore, but she would say shit like that all the time. But since she said it with such conviction, nobody would ever question her. So she would be like, Oh yeah, fucking 
Um, Al Kakuya used to be a fucking woman. He used to fucking wear women's underwear. And the people on the podcast would be like, oh, really? We didn't know that. But what do you call it? Yeah, I don't know. Man, mom. I don't know why I was calling you mom. Um, I don't don't know why. Talk about women's underwear, bro. Now you're fucking jumbling your words. You're getting me confused. I'm so confused about life right now. So uh, what's something else that you had? What's up? Was Spot saying that he was sweating the other day in Rich's hot ass studio? Why were you confused with that? I felt like I could smell him through the microphone, bro. Like I could hear him. I could smell him oh, through the speaker. I didn't even connect the two, dog. That's fucking gross. Hopefully, now that he's commuting, because that was his argument. I don't know if you remember. He had said, "Well, when we went to the office, when we went to SiriusXM, I would, I would um, shower every day." So I'm like, hopefully now. He feels like they're going to Rich's house. They're going to their studio. Hopefully now that's still an opportunity for him to shower because, Doug, them all being in that small-ass room or, you know, in their room or whatever. And one of them festering up some funk. And one fucking Doug, fucking smelling up that bitch. That's fucking He's already tanked out fucking Timmy as it is, bro. So his shit fucking just floats around the room. Um, Yeah, that's fucking – that's nasty. But it was fucking funny because – I couldn't believe it's you just, said it. It's just crazy how they, um, you know what? One of the things that tripped me out, and I'm like, I don't know if it's because we have, we're in Arizona, so we have our air conditioning on like 24 hours a day. Yes, but too. it was funny because when Rich was like, oh, Spot, you're hot. He's like, do you want me to tell Sarah to turn on the air? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, you guys didn't even have it on. And the shower, and, motherfucker. Yeah, like, <laughs> we'll turn the air on and the shower. You could hop in real quick. Funky ass and come back to a cool, dry, nice, uh-huh. cool room. Hey, shout out to Gavino because um, during the week he had said something about he was like, "Wash your butt," and then he was like, "Right, El Kukui? I was like, yes, "Oh, sir. that's what's up." It was shout a dope festival. Shout Gavino. out, Gavino. Oh man, and um, yeah. So what? What else do you have besides Spot being stinky? I, I got I got a couple things, man, and they, and they kind of tie in. So I'll probably just fucking shoot them both and tie them in. You know, Rich. On one day, he said, would you rather fucking be given $100 million or earn twenty? And we all know how he fucking responded. And then he mm-hmm. also said the next day that if you make it big time, that you're obligated to buy things for people that you're close to. And, uh, you know, and then you're obligated. And I think Spot and Covino kind of had a slightly different opinion. Um, did you catch any of that stuff? I did catch that. And um, there was actually... Can you play the audio of the one that you sent me with um, um, Floyd? Oh, yeah. Give me one second. Cut me off guard. My bad. You're all good, bro. This, uh, this is real life radio, people. This is real life podcasting. This is how we do it. On the fly, right? This shit ain't rehearsed. We don't have a script. I make $100 million, I put $50 million up. You always got to put half up. Hold on, so you just got the other $50 million just laying around. Let it go hold some. Once you make so much money and you didn't already have everything, there's really nothing else you can buy. So you believe in making everybody else around you. You want to push them to be great. You want to push them to be successful. So that's what I do. I push everybody around me to be great. Even like my security team. I say, listen, while y'all working with me, y'all built your own security team on the side. Doing other venues and making money. Because if I just give you a lot of money and you don't got no ambitions and you ain't got no drive, all I'm doing is crippling you. I'm hurting you. And I totally agree with that. Um, you know, even the old saying, you know, you teach a man to fish, 
you uh, feed them for life. You give them fish. You feed them for the for the moment. You give them a meal. And, <laughs> Dog, you fucked up that whole thing. Uh, uh. I'm a little fucked up myself, so please forgive me. But point point of the matter is, is I'm the same way. You know, like if your fucking aunt is in a liver die situation and she needs twenty grand or something to pay a medical deductible, yeah, of course, dude. If you're close to her, shoot her the twenty grand, right? I mean, in, in a situation like that, but. I mean, even with my own kid, dude, I, I made her work and I try to teach her the value of a dollar because the best thing you can give anybody is the ability to have a mindset to make money and to know how to survive this world. When you start giving people stuff, like Floyd said, you take away the ambition and the mm -hmm. ambition and the drive is what's going to get you more than what someone gave you. So to me, it's the same with that hundred million, 20 million. Like, would you rather be given a hundred million or would you rather, you know, earn 20? And obviously, you know, most people are going to say the hundred million because it's a bigger number, but I'll tell you this, I bet the people that earn the 20 million are less likely to go broke than the motherfucker given the hundred. Mm -hmm. And we Doug, we see it all the time with fucking professional athletes, right? They're not getting a hundred million, but dog, they get multi-millions of dollars and fucking within what is the stat dog with like fucking, um, NFL players, isn't it like within five years they go broke or some shit? There's some shit like that. Within like five years of them leaving the league, they go broke. Yeah, for sure. And it's because, you know, the thing is, is you start to live a certain lifestyle and a lot of people don't know how to adjust uh, once they can't pay for that same lifestyle anymore. They don't know how to go from the mansion to the, you know, decent house in a regular city. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. want to live that New York and that LA life. And, Maybe that's when you move to a Fresno or a Turlock, you know what I'm saying? And get you a nice house for 300 grand. But you have to learn the hustle, man. And, and, you know, even like Gary V, he teaches you to look for the long term. When you give someone something, it's just a basic satisfaction that's being fulfilled at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you teach them the game, the, it's about the long run, baby. And, and, and about the, the, the quick fix. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, when I, well, the way I, I looked at it is I was thinking like, cause me and my girl had a conversation about this because we were listening on the way to California when they were actually having this conversation, we were listening live and they were saying, you know, my girl was saying, cause I was like, you know what? I would take a majority, not a majority, but I would take probably fucking say you got a hundred million. I would take like 40 million of it and fucking throw it into fucking investments. Right. Right. And, um, and she was like, oh, fuck that. She was like, I wouldn't do that. She was like, because she, she has her own, like, competitive cheer team and shit. And she's very entrepreneurial, right? Right. Entrepreneurial. Whatever the word is. Well, you know, she she's never been a person that likes, like, a 9-to-5 job, you know? For me, I like my 9-to-5 because it's a 7 – or, no, it's a 8-to-6 right now, Monday through Thursday – so it gives me fucking Friday, Saturday, Sunday to do whatever the fuck I want. And right. my evenings after fucking 7 o'clock or whatever, right? So I enjoy my shit, you know, and I still have time to do shit like this, right? I have fucking three full days to do shit like this. You know, for her, she'd rather work for herself but pretty much be working 24 hours a day on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so for her, she's like, no, fuck that. I'd rather put, like that shit into my um bet on myself basically then trusting like the market right and for me i'm thinking okay you could put it in safe shit like an s p 500 or something or whatever something that's gonna that has outperformed like even warren buffett for the last like 20 years or whatever right 
Um, I'm like, I would do that shit, gain interest on the fucking 20, 40 million, whatever. So we had that conversation. But, but you could even do, the- but you could you could do cheap ass CDs though, bro. Like you could put you could buy CDs where you're still getting, you know, buy like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar C D or a hundred thousand that's still federally insured, and you're still gonna get one percent on your money, which mm-hmm. you know that's still it's gonna good be money safer too, than yeah, it's gonna be safer than even the the um shit that I would do with it, right? But one of the things that she said that was fucking awesome that I thought was really cool is it's something that I would do too, but I would do it a little differently. For her, she was like for her business, she was like, I would like get my own building. I would fucking um you know, I would like create a position within the company to um give her mom like a dope ass salary, right? And say like, right. hey, because right now her mom lives fucking i don't know eight hours away from us so she was like cool this would give her the opportunity to move here give her a fucking dope ass like fucking job and so she would still be earning her money it would be she would be set you know um as far as like her salary but she would be earning it right and for me i would do mine a little differently like i if i had like fucking 100 million or whatever i'm like i would set like my sister my brother fucking like them up for life right and i'm like my sister my brother my mom those would be the three for sure where i'm like i would fucking like buy them a house set them up whatever and then when it comes to like really close family because rich was saying like oh fucking like i would get he said top 25 (laughs) yeah that's a shit ton dog yeah he's out of his mind top 25 is a little ridiculous like for me i would probably set up like a couple of my best friends like families and for them i would set them up like i would probably hook them up with like a nice chunk but also give them opportunities and shit like i know um i know the kind of shit like Luis's parents like to do right i would yeah. set them up with um with their own business right so they could run this shit and that could be their life and shit they could make their own money right and um, the same thing with, like, my my friend Jonathan and his family. Like, his dad loves, like, doing, like, construction and shit. And he's got, like, his own little side business that he's been doing for, like, years. Like, I would – and he, he retired from the county. He worked for the county for, like, 25 years or whatever, right? So I would set him up with his shit so he could fucking, like – he would still be working and shit, but he would be fucking set, right? And yeah. – um, but so for me, I wouldn't I think I would get like just hand out money to like maybe my mom, my sister and my brother. But besides that, I think I would give people opportunities to earn it, but hook them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. And, and that's I think I'm not handing out shit. Um, I would I would give people the, the opportunity to earn it uh, for sure. You know, but I would buy houses and, and anyone that I knew that needed work. Hey, I'll pay you to work on the rental houses and fix them up or whatnot. But, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe, maybe like a one time gift, but I'm more like Cavino. I'm more like, how about we get up, rent the yacht? You know what I'm saying? Where we can all hang out like and, and we can all yeah. kick it or let's all go to like Hawaii or something. I'll just pay for everything. I don't I don't like I don't listen in, in my life. The people that I've seen that got handouts more often than not led to failure. Mm-hmm. The people that had to work for their shit and earn it and hustle. And it doesn't really matter at the age. Whenever you have to earn something and you have to work for it, you appreciate it that much more. And so mm-hmm. I don't like handing shit out like that because there's never the same gratitude as if you you earn it or you set it as a goal. You know, he's talking about handing shit out 
that for most people are fucking lifetime goals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buying a house, that's that's something that everyone wants to try to do. That's like something that's been set in stone in every, you know, young adult that you want to buy a house someday. And so he's talking about is it is it because he wants to help or is he trying to have control? Because I heard him say a few different times this week, you know, the studio at my house. Imagine if he bought 25 people houses, bro, and the shit that they'd have to go through from Rich because he did that for him. That was one of the things that Covino brought up. He was like, wouldn't part of part of this like and Rich said no. But I think I think part of it is, you know, Rich would like to be like, you know, when fucking Spot and Kristen are in a dope ass mansion. You say Covino and Jordan, like he bought them a fucking dope ass fucking mansion and got them the Lamborghinis and shit. There'd be a part of Rich. He could lie fucking through his teeth, but there'd be a part of him that would be like, yeah, I did that. Well, you know, Covino, I know you didn't like Lamborghinis before I bought you one. You know, and see, Doug, and see, the thing is, one of the good points that um, I don't know who it was that made. It was either Spot or Covino because they were they were going back and forth with Rich. But one of them had said that they were like, if you you fucking give them like a handout, like say you give like like somebody um like rich's top 25 friends right say you give your top 25 friends a million dollars or whatever i think um would always make it kind of awkward would be like i'd be like can you go grab me a fucking um go grab me some fucking jack in the box or whatever and you're like i kind of don't want to right now dog like i'll be serious i don't really part of you would be like if it was rich he'd be like Motherfucker can't go give me Jack in the Box, and I gave him a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So I think, dog, handing out shit to your top 25 fucking best friends is going to create some kind of, like, weirdness, you know? just And, and so I think giving them opportunities to... Well, to it already create... feels weird because you know he already feels like the better sibling over Jimmy as it is. Yeah. The more successful, like, obviously, bro, he feels like the most successful sibling, like the most successful kid. You know what I'm saying? So he already, you know, bro, he commands the room. And you know that he tried to assert that over his siblings. You know what? This fucking, I just fucking, dog, I I deserve an award for, for coming full circle on the shit that we're talking about now. Rich only goes full square. Think about it. Think about Rich and his East Coast adventures, right? Right. You don't think part of him? Probably like, where he yeah, came he, up with the fucking idea, bro, because he wanted to figure out how to outshine everybody he fucking met up with. Exactly. That's what it was, because think about it. I'm sure he wanted to see everybody, right? Remember I'm he's sure getting in been- shape for fucking dad bod day on the beach? Like, everything, he's got something in him, bro, that makes him, ah, he just, I don't know why he thinks like that. I know why. Small peen? It goes back to the fucking little nerdy kid with glasses and braces and a mullet. You remember when he fucking had those fucking big ass fucking Elton John glasses that had tint on them? Dickie Johns or what? And remember he had the Elton John glasses with tint and fucking and fucking braces and shit uh. and a fucking ugly ass mullet. And now, Doug, like I think that person is in him, you know. Still lives inside out? of him. So I think yeah. he's constantly trying to... Is his name insecurity? I think it is. You know, I think that it's constantly trying to compensate for for that that happened to him when he was fucking 12 years old and shit. And 
he fucking think about little fuck. We've seen some of the pictures dog, of of dorky ass rich, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we call him Dar. That was Dar boy, dorky ass rich boy. So we we all, we've all seen Dar, and I think part of that is like why he wanted to you know, coordinate everybody on the East coast to be together because he was like, he wanted to see everybody. Yes. That I agree with that. But part of it is, you know, I'm, I'm sure at some point he was like, I'll be back guys. I'm going to go get some water. Then he's fucking looking through the window of like his friend, Christina's house. He like looks through the curtain. Yeah. And he sees everybody out there mingling. He's like, I make my entrance. I did that. And, and for me, you know, as I get older, bro, I don't, I got people from all different levels of success. You know, I know, I know some people that, that really made it. I got some friends that never did shit. You know what I mean? But if I'm taking the time to hang out with you, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. I'm not trying to judge you based on life's accomplishments. I'm just glad that we are still connected enough to be able to kick it for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that. And just appreciate the time. And, and I don't know anything else. He, he's, he's looking at it from a different, a different mindset. Yeah. No, for sure. I think I think that part of that is, it was, you know, um, look like look what I could do. Like, didn't they even put that in a song? Where yeah, one one of their tickle sack songs where where Cavino's doing Rich's voice and he says, "Look what I could do." I really think that is part of what lives deep down inside Rich, and I think Doug and a part of it is what has made him successful, right? No, part for sure. Of it, Part of it ha- has made him fucking like a very success- successful dude, you know, but, you know, there's still things in there where there's some insecurities that are making it like, look what I could do. Look right. What I did, you know, look at my wife, you know, look at like, like I just, you know, fuck Becky from third grade, you know, like, like look at Sarah, you know. And so I just think that a lot of it. A lot of where Rich's standpoint came on the if you were gifted a bajillion dollars came from where, yeah, he would. There'd be like like I said, I'm not saying it. I'm not trying to be all negative because I'm sure there's a part of Rich that would like to take care of all of his friends and shit. But there's also in that same breath, a part of Rich that would want to do it because he can say I did that. You know, he'll always he'll always be able to say like and I can even see him like. it's the level of extreme. It's not like he's saying he wants to help out. He's saying he wants to help out to a fucking gaudy number, right? It's not just like, I want to buy you a Honda Civic or or let me, you know, let me pay off your $10,000 of medical bills. He's talking about like, you know, half a million dollars each. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember when he said that? If you got 25 friends and you had 100 million, you'd still be, his math was wrong. But still, he's talking, <laughs> about, he's talking about a half a million dollars each. Like, that's an extreme that's extreme. He, he he's trying to do extreme shit, and uh, again, usually that's for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to kind of fucking um switch gears, right? Let's go into eighth gear right here because there's I I had a, a thought, and it was it was a dip dicky do deep thought type of thing. Okay, where I was like Doug, like have they talked about like have you heard anybody talk about? And if that you have, then uh, maybe it wasn't that that deep of a thought. But you know how we have like the baby boomers and shit, right? Yeah. Like, I have they come up with anything for all the kids that were gonna, that were born during the pandemic and shit? Like, are they gonna be called like COVID babies or like fucking or the pandemics? The you know the pandemic generation. 
Yeah, the pandemic generation. You know, is there something? I wonder if there's something in line because think about all the kids that were born, you know, from people not being able to leave their house and just be like, all right, we're just going to be fucking and having kids. So, hey, how, how many dudes do you think are going to be in the future named Pfizer and Chicks Moderna? <laughs> Moderna. <laughs> oh, Doug, that sounds like a stripper. My name's like, Moderna. Please, please welcome to the stage, Moderna. <laughs> You know, like she got three arms. Oh, she was conceived after they got vaccinated. Oh, fuck. You know, um, yeah, but I really I'm like, do they have a Moderna with three tits? (laughs) (laughs) Moderna with three tits. Oh, that's fucking funny. Oh, fuck. Moderna. Um, But. (laughs) uh, Please welcome to the stage. Um. She's missing a leg. Johnson and Johnson. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. Remember their blood clots and shit? I was going to say that. Welcome to the stage. Blood clots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck that. If Never mind. Yeah. That, never mind. That, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Um, Band-Aid talk today. No Band-Aid talk. But I was just curious about that because I was like, fuck, man. I go, I wonder... You know, because there are going to be a shit ton of babies, like the class of like fucking 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking the, no. the, the majority. 2018, no, no, no. It's going to be 2038. That or 20, I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. 2018, Doug. That would have been bad. Yeah, you're right. Obviously, I didn't get a degree in math. But yeah, it'd Neither be 18 years from now, right? So 2038. 2038-2039 that's going to be fucking to 2040 it's going to be the fucking pandemic gen that it you is. know now they have like gen z then they're going to have fucking the pandemic gen you know I'm what, just bro, curious got, yeah me too that's going to be crazy cuz you think they're going to save the world or what what are they going to do anything special Doug you think that they're not going to be able to save the world with three arms a piece I don't know. All these babies are going to have three arms, Doug. So fucking you think they're not going to be able to save the world? They'll come in handy. That's for sure. Yeah. Three handies. Hey, Um, I got a, I do got something I want to, I want to put on real quick though. What's up? I've been missing it. And you know what? We're going to, we're going to treat the listeners right now. Here we go. Let me hear. Shout out Steve Cavino. Had to do it. Oh my goodness. Talk about a throwback, dog, and a pellet clean cleanser. Yeah, I had talk, to. Talk. I haven't been able to talk for like three days. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I'm just jumbling words together and shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but anyway. Not good, bro. Not good. Not good at all. Um Oh, you know what? So um do you have anything next before I get into no. something next? Nope. Stage is all, Stages right. all well, yours, bro. Let me see. So I, ha- I have a question. So say there's a listener, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll call him. Caitlin, yeah. Caitlin. His name's Caitlin. So we have a listener named Caitlin, right? 
that has refused, right? Not can't afford, not is going through a rough time financially, just refusing to subscribe to Cavino and Rich on Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they have, why they have such a fucking hard on for not subscribing, but they're very vocal about it on the Carl page, and they're very like, oh, I'm fucking... They, it's not even like they like to just contribute. A lot of their shit is about how like they're not subscribing, right? So I feel like fucking Ian should just kick them off the fucking Carl page. But what do you think about that? Do you think they should be allowed to like, cause uh, listen, if you have somebody like say you and I have a friend that isn't subscribed on Patreon, but you know, they, they jump on the Carl page. They like the interaction and shit. You know, but they're not saying every week, like, I'm not going to fucking subscribe or I'm not this or that. You know, maybe they can't financially or maybe they're not sure yet because they don't know the fucking vibe. But somebody that listened to Cavino and Rich for like over 10 years that is refusing to subscribe. And when they come to the Carl page, all they're doing is like bringing like negativity and fucking like talking shit, basically. I think they deserve to be fucking given the boot. What do you think about that? Yes or no? Uh, it's tough. It's not really a yes or no answer for me. I'm with you, though, on everything that you just said. That's why I always spray my sucker repellent to stay away from dudes just like that. But I, I don't like the negative energy, and I think that they're just being an asshole at that point. Mm-hmm. If, they, if, they're, if they're cool with being an asshole, you know, I, I can't get mad if they get kicked out. I mean, I guess they got to be entitled to their wrong opinion. But I truly don't understand why you'd want to shit on somebody like that for no reason, especially when you at one time claim to be affiliated with them. You know, obviously, that's a, a group page. So if you're going against the group, then get the fuck out. Yeah, this person has. Doug, Kavino and Rich have welcomed this person into their studio in New York. And they're still going to, like, fucking, like, like when they first made the fucking switch from um, from their old gig to Patreon. Mm-hmm. This person was very vocal about how, like, they were not going to subscribe. They were very, like, they were being a fucking dickhead. And I was just like, this motherfucker, And they don't like, belong to be in the fan group, bro. Because you know what? I, I mean, if, as a fan, you can't even claim to be a fan or, you know, part of a group if you're not going to pay five bucks a fucking month. I, to me, it just bothers me, Doug, that, that somebody would be this fucking, you know hard on i'm not gonna fucking subscribe and shit and then like but they still want to be here like talking shit and then like i to me it just bothers me this motherfucker bothers shit. Me. it's weird like, shit i don't know go, like, go, go and, get in too short set it bro get in where you fit in if you don't fit in now with fucking you know 80 percent of the content because it's got to be paid for you know monday through thursday and you're just like trying to be the fucking free friday freebie fuck face then you go right ahead but don't bring that negative attitude to a fan page or a group, you know, like such as the Carl's. Yeah. I, I, they, they need the boot, you know? And, and honestly, Doug, like when he fucking, when I, I did the episode with him, like I thought he was like, I mean, it was a decent episode. I thought he was a cool dude, but like fucking just like, fuck Doug, like all of his shit on social media. Maybe I kind of feel it with captain cricket, bro. I feel like it's not the dude I interviewed or, or had a conversation with. 
You know, like, because I seem, I feel like that dude was a pretty cool dude, like, you know, whatever. But on the Carl page, he's such a fucking jackass. It just bothers me, you know? What a loser. Oh, you know what? I have fucking, I have, I have two things um, before we wrap this shit up. Right. Um, one is fucking where they were talking about how the NFL is now allowing people to have any number on their jersey. How do you feel about that? I mean, it breaks tradition, but fuck it. What are you going to do? I mean, it don't I bother think- me too much. It fucking um it's funny because to me it fucking it bothers me like the fact that like you're not going to see like a like seeing a lineman wearing like number 8 like what right. the fuck you know mm-hmm. and then um it was fucking funny because I started thinking like Rich was saying that there was somebody that went from like a double number to a single number and now he right. looks thinner right okay and uh- so I was like I wonder if there's any quarterbacks that would want to throw on a double number as opposed to a single number. So they look fatter. Like, so say they, they were wearing number one, right? Right. And now they're number fucking 88. And so they're number 88. So they look fatter. I'm like, is that going to kind of throw the defense off and shit? Because in their mind, just the very, very, very back of their mind, they're thinking the quarterback looks a little fatter, but he's actually in the best shape he's ever been. You know, so I kind of think that if they want to, in a way, they can kind of manipulate and fuck with the other team with the right. weird number. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's a trip. You know, um, it is a trip, and I don't know. Uh, it's funny that Rich points that out. Like he fucking makes it look fucking fatter, right, or skinnier. Yeah, that fuck, that made me be laugh. Something like that, bro. That that just Doug. It just for me, I'm like, it really fucking bothers me, and I'm like, I'm sure and fucking five years i'm not even gonna notice it right but just being that it's been this way our entire lives like Mm -hmm. we we fucking we hate change right we fucking hate change and for for you you're like i don't really give a fuck it doesn't really bother me but for me it's just like it's a little distracting for me to watch a game and them have like random ass numbers like it's just kind of weird you know um just being that we were to me it's a little distracting i think is what you know, and I feel like it's going to be distracting for maybe even like half of the season, and then maybe I'll get used to it. But for sure. But I, I just think that's the only thing that bothers me is that it's been this way for so long, and it's going to be a little distracting to get used to it. You know? Yeah, and I, and I think you're right. I'm not so you know change for me. I've I've learned to roll with it just because uh, being in retail and then being at the job I'm in right now, shit's always changing. Um, even with COVID, fucking shit. You know, I was working retail during most of that, and shit changed. It just it is what it is. You know what I mean? The P I'll say this. I don't really worry about change too much because um, the responsibility lies in the people that fucking voted for the change or initiated the idea. So if this thing works and everyone's happy with it, then they look great. Right. But if people get pissed off and they got to go back, well, then they're going to look bad. So it's like, fuck it. It's pretty much on them. Um, it is a little weird, but it's, it got weird a couple of years ago too, though, when they weren't just wearing like eighties for wide receivers and the linebackers weren't in the fifties, you know what I mean? But Fuck, I wish baseball would make a whole lot of changes so I could watch that shit other than the postseason. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I Oh, you know, know what? It, what's I, I was going to say something about baseball real quick because, you know, um, maybe it's because I'm not like a huge fan of baseball, but um, and, and but I, I do think, got a big bat. You know, I think that um, I don't know if it was Cavino that had said that, you know, the start of any season is exciting because football is about to start. And for me, Doug, Part being that point excited, bro. Um, I'm fucking, I'm the biggest, like when it comes to the, all the major sports, basketball is my favorite one, 
But I may be more excited for football starting only because they have such a few amount of yes. games. They have 16 games. Now they have 17. So to me, every fucking game means something, right? So right. for me, for them to say that, you know, every sport starting is exciting. Uh-uh. I, not for me, Doug. Like, if you no. have, like, what what is baseball? Like, 150 games or some shit? 162. That's a, Doug, like, I, yeah, I think it would be cool. Like, fuck yeah, the season's starting. I'm going to see my team, you know. But, like, even the fucking, like, basketball season, I dig it and I get excited because I'm a fucking huge Lakers fan, right? Right. But. At the same time, like, like, um, it, it's like, yeah, cool. Basketball season starting. I'm fucking excited, but I'm even like more excited for football because it's so fucking like, like, like you said, if they made some adjustments to baseball and say baseball went from which it will, it would never be this dramatic, but say it went from 162 games to like fucking to 53 games. Right. And, um, say, or whatever the fuck say it went to something like that. I'd be a little more intrigued to fucking be like, oh, fuck yeah, the season's starting. Like, you know, I would like it to be like fucking 20 games. Then I'd be, sure. hella, I'd be hella fucking stoked, right? But they're not going to do that because think mm-hmm. about the amount of money they're going to fucking lose. They're going to lose bajillions of dollars, which well, then, then I understand. Well, they should just fucking quadruple the ticket. Divide the season by four and fucking raise the price of each game fucking four times. That's what the fuck they need to do. They need to how get much, smart. How much do tickets run for a baseball game? Like, like uh, an average talk, ticket? It's been like 20 years since I've been to one. So back when I was going, they were like 12 you're bucks up, in the bleachers. You're eight dollars <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they, were, they were cheap the last time I went. But I got uh, a couple fucking responses to that. Number one, you know why football, we can't wait for football? Because mm-hmm. you got shitty-ass baseball that can't carry you through the summer until football finally shows up. NBA normally ends in June. So when football starts, you know, in November in a normal season, NBA picks up, and NBA goes all the way to the to June when you got the NBA finals. It's that July and August fucking baseball trying to carry it through where you're not really in a pennant race yet. So it's just, it's just like the part of the season that don't really matter. And in the sport, that comes in third out of those three. And, and so – I think that's why football, because I'm split. I like football and basketball. I, I, I love football. I think you put a lot of a lot of fucking um, emphasis on the shorter games. Football has shorter games, so I think you get more excited for those games. You know, and my other analogy is, is Dexter. That was one of my favorite shows, right? Yeah. I'm not catching 162 episodes a year, and I'm probably yeah. not going to try to go back and, and watch the ones I missed. That's just too much Dexter. But it's for three months. It's on Showtime. You know what I mean? You got to catch it on Sunday nights. It's almost like the same format that NFL has. You're waiting all week fucking long. They leave you off on a fucking cliffhanger, which in the football world will be next week's fucking matchup. And you're waiting all week long to see what happened to Dexter or is the Trinity killer back. But, bro, it would take away if there was 162 episodes in a year. That's why Dexter Mm -hmm. is, you know, he follows that football format. And I just... Too much of anything for me is, is is not a good thing. And just baseball, I don't know, bro. And plus, I'm still, I think they're a bunch of hypocrites with the cheating and the fucking steroids. Now they're fucking with the pitchers. They got too much fucking bullshit going on. You know, the Trevor Bauer, they won't even let him play, even though the fucking judge denied the restraining order. I, it got baseball's like a fucking circus act to me, dude. It's a shit show. Um, you know what? It, there was something that I wanted to talk about because it said – you know, when it came to baseball and shit, um, and you brought up Dexter, right? 
one of the things that there was somebody that had said that they um, tried to watch Dexter recently, right? Because um, they're a big fan of the show, show you. So they said they tried to watch Dexter recently and they couldn't get into it. And dog, there's definitely something about when we watched it, like when we watched it, when it came out. Right. And I'm watching the new one when it comes out too, though, Doug, but, but yeah, but see, I think the original Dexter, the reason why we dug it is there was a lot of factors, right? There wasn't as much shit as there is now. That's one, you know, wherever we were at in our lives, that's another one. There was like, at the time there was no you, there was no this, there was no that. I think, them catching you at a certain time will make it like nostalgic for you. Right. So, and, and it's something that will make you like it that much more. So like, if you tell somebody now, like me, I fucking love the Sopranos. Right. And I can go back and watch the series again. But if you tell somebody now, I still think the Sopranos holds up, but I don't think that the person that's going to watch it now is going to get that love for it the way they fucking would have if they would have watched it when it came out, you know? And yeah. there was something recently um, that was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Dated and mm -hmm. stupid. But if you can watch a Richard Pryor special from 1980, it's still damn good. Yeah. Damn timeless. good. Yeah. Because yeah, he, so, he was so good that it transcended. But it, it still doesn't explain to people. It doesn't, it doesn't really resonate with people how good he was back then. Because the time's so different. Like, the era is so different that if you could somehow or another transport yourself back to 1983 and watch prior, then you would understand. You would, if you, but you would have to exist in the time period right. to, re to be able to really appreciate how groundbreaking he was. And, yeah, and, it, it's, and see, Doug, I think that's why, like, a lot of people with, like, like Covino and Rock, right? You know, like, for him, it's always going to be the fucking dopest dope he's ever smoked right and right. um it's just like for for some reason like it's crazy how that shit works because you would think regardless of when you watch it or whatever it should still hold up right but it just doesn't because like like joe said right there if you if you could teleport them back to like that time and have them watch it watch it I said, watch it, dog. I'm fucking Mexican. Have them watch it. I think that they just, would appreciate it that much more, you know? For sure. No, I, I think you're right about that. And I think that anyone out there that doesn't think MJ's the greatest and they're giving it to LeBron, it's because if they went to that era, like Joe Rogan said, it, fucking conversation's over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, LeBron is just what you guys got. And then watching the footage of Mike back in the day was not the same as living it. Like watching Mike play basketball back in the day is like watching these Tom Brady Super Bowls where he comes back on the last fucking quarter to win. You know what I'm saying? But Mike never lost. And so I think that that holds up with what Rogan said, because when you watched all those games, you just get it. Like it's not a debate. LeBron or Jordan, it's fucking Jordan just straight mm -hmm. out. You know, it ain't even a fucking argument, but I watched it. Doug, like even like um, Covino this week brought up um, disturbed. Right. And I just think of like, Fuck, man, like, I don't think I've ever talked... Or no, not Disturbed. They brought up fucking Godsmack. He brought up Godsmack. And it's just crazy because I think about Godsmack, and I don't know if I've ever talked about Godsmack on this show, but Godsmack is 
one of the fucking rock bands that I fucking dig because and for me it's so special to me because it reminds me of a certain time in my life where me and like my best friends were all into working out and shit and we he would have that shit Paul, that's when he we first would... got some Paul John. <laughs> not not Godsmack no but um Chris but, Rock uh, this... has that saying that whatever you were rocking when you first got some Pinochi you fucking you're gonna love that shit forever ah <laughs> uh, dog um that's what fucking it it just you know when I think of Godsmack and it reminds me of like those times of us like working out and fucking like you know you had like my buddy Chris he had and that's when I got into a lot of metal he had Doug in his fucking like shed gym type of thing he had set up Doug he fucking had these like gigantic subs right so there's big ass subwoofers in there and so you would be going to work out dog and that shit's fucking hitting the fucking the um you know godsmack fucking disturbed fucking um these other these metal bands right where we talked about earlier in the bay we call it it slaps yeah that shit fucking slaps and with the bass drums the double especially the double bass drums like lamb of god or fucking children of bodum or something like that the Mm -hmm. and hearing that shit from while you're fucking lifting dog there's nothing like it and so to tell a kid now hey check out godsmack like they're fucking dope i don't i don't know if they could fucking if it would mean the same to them you know maybe if they were working out and you fucking got them in that same environment with the fucking the fucking bass and all that shit in may but i just feel like it's so hard because for the time that music was new you know it was new and we were like fuck yeah this is dope you know yeah and so like it's just some things that i feel like you have to be there in the moment or else you can't ever appreciate it the way certain people appreciate shit you know yeah i agree totally agree so, with you. so yeah man but but i don't know i don't know if i have anything else Do you have anything else like we've been going for a minute so Nah, I don't, man. Again, okay. congratulations to the fellas. Big accomplishment. And you know there's more big things to come down the road. Like, you're not going to hold these two back. And I think Super Agent Sean Wyman obviously is helping out a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. just super excited for the boys. Um, congrats, Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, Stinky Spot. Shout out to all you guys, and congratulations. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to Sean Wyman because, Doug, he fucking um, – he, he's – I don't know him personally, but Doug, but it's so cool because like he rides so fucking hard for Cavino and Rich that he even has followed like all of our shit recently on social media, like our Instagram and our fucking um, TikTok and all of that shit. To where I think he, Did he follow um, your TikTok. He even liked the Carl. I mean the he even liked <laughs> our after show page on Facebook. All so right like like that's fucking dope. That's like that's a cool dude. That fucking he rides hard as fuck for Cavino and Rich and. One of the things is he was one of the ones that pushed them to do this um, new gig because he was like, all the people that are on Patreon, they fuck with you, right? But people that don't know you aren't going to find you on Patreon. They're going to find you on Fox Sports, you know? And they're going to be like, oh, these dudes have a fucking Patreon. And they look at sports from a different angle. Fuck, these dudes must be fucking pretty cool. Oh, shit. They've been doing fucking radio for 16 years, for 20 years, yeah. but you know, you know, for 20 years if you include like college and shit. Damn, these dudes, I'll fuck with them, you know? And they'll come over to Patreon. So I think Sean hey, Wyman hey, but, putting that in the head. But didn't Mike 525 Rocket find him on Twitch? He did. He that did. Is, you do have a point. Oh, uh, I do. Yes, I do. And, and, and no, Mike 525 fucking with him. You know, so oh, I I just 
and holy mother meatballs. Top five jobs Covino Rich held. Let's go. Uh, Coming in number but- five, we got Sports New York. It was all right, but there's still Covino <laughs> Rich, so I watched it. Doug, you're fucking, it's so funny how, like, you get, like, his cadence and shit, you know? Because you're all, it was all right. Like, the way you, it's so fucking funny to me because it really is very Mike 525, you know? But it was Covino Witch, so I watched it. <laughs> you know it's fucking funny, dog? I'm like, maybe I talked too much shit when I was younger, but right now I'm like, fuck, I got to take care of my daughter's speech because right now she can't say her R's. She's five years old. So she Uh-oh. has that Mike two five two five fucking little speech impediment, <laughs> where she listens to Covino and Witch, you know, Uh-oh. and um, and she'll tell me I'll be like Bubba, I'm like where's um where's Spot, and she's like Spot is the little one, she's like because she knows his little screen, she's all yeah. that one's Covino and that one's Witch, and I'm like oh fuck, and it's funny because um one of my sister's best friends is a speech um pathologist or some shit. And she's like, she has until the age of seven to correct that or else it'll most likely carry on with her throughout life. So I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, Covino and Witch. I'm just like, come on, let's get that shit fixed, you know? Hey, you better block her from watching My 525 then. I know. I know. And, you know, um, I just, I I go back to, I think part of that is because of so much, she watched so much Peppa the Pig when she was younger. And they yeah. have British ac- British accents, so she kind of took on a little bit of that, especially when she was younger. She'd be like, Daddy, you know? Oh, that's fucking <laughs> great. Like, oh, like jumping in muddy puddles, you know, like her little shit. And, um, I bust that shit out in the fucking retail world once in a while just to be a smartass. What? There goes some Crocs. Someone will walk <laughs> in with some Crocs, and I'll just blur it out. There goes some Crocs. Oh. And then it's look funny because uh, my daughter loves when, like, fucking, if anybody's kids watch Peppa the Pig, or Peppa Pig or whatever the fuck. I would I would do like a um daddy pig. I'd be like, Oh, I do like my cookies. And she just she's like, Oh shit, that's dope. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. But but yeah, man, I think we had a fucking good episode. Covino and Rich, fucking congratulations on everything. If you're listening to us, you fucking don't subscribe to them on Patreon. You can now catch them Sundays from five to eight Pacific time, right? Am I am I correct on that? Yeah, 5 p.m. Uh, West Cola time. West Cola, 5 p.m. Sundays, which would mean probably tonight. Tonight, Cavino and Rich are going to be on from 5 to 8. They're streaming on Fox Sports, fucking all across the West Coast. They're on Sirius XM, fucking um, Fox Sports, whatever the fuck, whatever channel that is on Sirius XM. So if you are still subscribed, check them out there. But for your boys, D. Alkakui until episode 82. Alkakui, tell me how we should end this shit. Baseline Trey, bring that shit. On the road to the riches, cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757.